Today we'll be looking at communion and how it relates to truth. Uh, and we'll be looking at uh, 1 John 1, 8 to 10. And that reads, if we say we, that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. Along with the baptism of the believers and the sacrament of the Holy Communion, uh, it's one of the two sacraments that our Lord commanded us to keep. One thing that we must realize through Holy Communion is that he has blotted out all our sins through baptism and that he received on his body and the blood that he shed. When the Lord told us to remember the bread and the wine of the Holy Communion, he meant that we should believe and remember his baptism and bloodshed in our hearts. When the Lord broke bread at the Last Supper, giving this bread and wine to his disciples, he told them, Take, eat, this is my body, for this is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. Matthew 26, 26-28. And the Lord... The Lord has saved us from all our sins, exactly according to what God has promised. Through the sacrificial system in the Pentateuch, uh, which, if you're not familiar with Pentateuch, that's the first uh, five Bible um, verse, or chapter, the first five books of the Bible, uh, God promised the Israelites that they could be forgiven from their sins when they offered sacrificial animals. Uh, with the laying on of their hands on the animals and shedding the animal's blood and then burning the flesh of all the sacrifices. And the Bible says that this sacrificial system is a shadow of the good things to come, Hebrews 10.1. So according to this revelation, our Lord Jesus came to this earth, received baptism on his body, and shed his blood on the cross. With the baptism that he received on his body and the crucifixion that remitted away all the wages of our sins. It's because uh, it's because our Lord had accepted our sins through his baptism that he was crucified. He made sure to take upon um, our sins before he was crucified. So after being baptized, Jesus shed his blood and died on the cross, rose from the dead again, and has thereby saved us. This is the very fulfillment of the promise of salvation that God had made to all of us mankind. Let us once again consider what the Lord had said to his disciples when he broke the bread and gave it to them at the Last Supper. Take, eat, this is my body. By our faith in the gospel of the water and the spirit, we must indeed take and eat this bread, which is the body of Jesus Christ. Jesus at once accepted all of our sins, all the sins of everyone on this earth, on his body by being baptized by John the Baptist. Therefore, whenever we eat the bread, we must eat it by believing that he has taken all our sins when he was baptized at the Jordan River. And the wine Jesus shared with his disciples is likened to his bloodshed on the cross. In other words, the bread and the wine of the Holy Communion are the reminders of the gospel of the water and the spirit. The Last Supper, wherein Jesus established Holy Communion, was held on the Passover. Our Lord Jesus completed God's promise and 
his promise of salvation, uh, which was implied with the Passover ritual. Uh, therefore, the Bible declares, for indeed, Jesus, uh, Jesus Christ, our Passover, was sacrificed for us. And this can be found in 1 Corinthians 5, 7. After the Last Supper, Jesus went to a nearby mountain to pray. And there he was seized by the multitudes, sent by the high priest at the time. He was crucified the, the next day. And the last word he cried out on the cross was, It is finished which is John 19.30. What shall we say then? Is there unrighteousness with God? Certainly not, Romans 9.14. Jesus has fulfilled all righteousness with his baptism and his bloodshed, um, as described in Matthew 3.15. For me and for all of us, our Lord bore the condemnation of all of our sins by being baptized and shedding his blood. This is why he was wounded for our transgressions he was bruised for our iniquities, Isaiah 53, 5. Though he, in fact, had no sin at all because he had come to our, uh, come as our Savior, he accepted all our sins and died for us. Because Jesus took upon our sins through his baptism, he bore all his sufferings and was shunned by people throughout his 33 years of life. And he was also ignored and despised. But we must eat and drink of the bread, of the wine, of life, by believing that he came to this earth and was baptized and shed his blood, all in order to blot out our sins once and for all. This is truly spiritual faith of those who participate in the Holy Communion. As such, when we take in Holy Communion, we should not just think, it's been a while since I last had bread and wine, but we must drink, eat and drink by faith. So participate in the Holy Communion with the faith that truly believes that the gospel uh, is true. I want all of us to realize the true meaning of the Holy Communion and to eat and drink by faith. So when we take the Holy Communion, let us accept this bread and eat it in remembrance of the salvation of the Lord and what he's brought to us that he has washed away all our sins by taking them upon his body through the baptism he received from John. And when we take up the wine cup and drink from it, let us think and just consider um, the bloodshed that of Jesus Christ um, and, and, and the suffering he did on the cross and take the opportunity to really, really think on, on his perfect salvation that he has completed through his baptism and bloodshed, and our Holy Communion would not end as only a, a ritual. Whenever you accept the wine cup also, ruminate on his faith in the gospel, on this faith in the gospel of the water and the spirit, uh, that we could not avoid but to be condemned to hell for our sins. And yet Jesus took all our sins and died for it, for us. He bore all of our condemnation and has thereby saved you from all your sins once and for all. Our Lord has saved us with his baptism on the cross. The bread and the wine, these two things, are gifts of salvation that the Lord has given us. This is how he has blotted out all of our sins and made us God's own people. So you need to believe this and think on it and believe in the word 
and you must be willing to spread it throughout the whole world, uh, the, the truth the, of the Holy Spirit and of Jesus Christ's sacrifice for us. Uh, and we need to be, be willing to preach this uh, no matter how much suffering we take on because our suffering is nothing compared to the suffering Jesus Christ did for us. And God's not saved us from our sins only in empty words. Rather, he has promised our salvation to us with his word through the laying on of hands and bloodshed. Our God has indeed saved us from or with baptism that Jesus received and that the blood he shed in the New Testament's time uh, was was for us and was to save us. And this is how the Lord has blotted out all of our sins. He gave us a new and living way which he consecrated for us through the veil that is his flesh, Hebrews 10.20. And thus we can be born again only by believing in this truth. It is because, in other words, the Lord has washed away all our sins and saved us that we could receive our salvation by faith. Had the Lord not saved us from our sins, there would have been no way for us to reach salvation. How great is his mercy for us and, and on us. Uh, we, we need to look at Psalm 8.4. What is man that you are mindful of him and the son of man that you should visit, that you visit him? We are such lowly beings that, that we can't avoid but to sin throughout our lives and, and only end up in hell. And yet God has turned us who are no more than mere creatures into his own children and he has loved us. How could all these things be anything but grace, of, but the grace of God? From the moment that God made this world, he wanted to make us his own children. This is why he allowed us to be born on this earth, why he gave us the gospel of the water and the spirit, and why by enabling us to know this gospel and to believe in it, he made it possible for us to be born again. Now, God has turned us, who believe in this gospel of the water and the spirit into his precious people, his own children, once and for all. Our Lord has indeed given us eternal life and exalted over, exalted our status over all other creations. And he has clothed us in the splendor of living as God's children. He has bestowed us with such amazing blessings. We must give our thanks to, to God and, and to Jesus. Um, how could we ever realize the full extent of the, his unfathomable grace that we should be able to give enough thanks and glory to God? And I look forward to the day when we get to live with him in heaven and, and, and worship him and be in his glory for, for all eternity. It is going to be so wonderful. Um, not to say that we shouldn't, love the life that that we're given because our lives are a gift uh, therefore we must obey god by faith and follow the lord by faith as we follow him we must accept the precious providence of god by faith so we have many brothers and sisters throughout the world who have sorry about that who have received the remission of sin by believing in the gospel of the water and the spirit through our ministries uh, they're these are potential co-workers um, in our mission, and, and we must nourish them and take care of them through emails, phone, and with our Christian literature. 
or, or podcasts or, or videos or, or whatever, however you, you're going about sharing the gospel. Uh, we want to have them as partners as well and, and to work with them and to, to spread the gospel, uh, to pray together and, and to fight against Satan by, by our faith in Jesus Christ. And we need to preach the gospel more and more. You know, it's it's becoming it's becoming more and more urgent that we do so. Uh, so we need to use our spiritual gifts to receive our blessings and to remember what, that we are blessed and to, to live our lives for for the Lord uh, Jesus Christ, our Savior, because He has saved us. He has given us grace and mercy and has has shown us shown us his his great love